Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. There's nothing like being totally engrossed in a good mystery or thriller. Audible has thousands of immersive audiobook titles to spark your imagination and get your heart thumping. Since it's summer, you might want to check out The Vacation Rental. Very well told and very unsettling. You won't want to turn it off. And since this is a parenting podcast, I should also mention that audiobooks are a wonderfully enriching experience for children because they aren't passive entertainment like other kids' media. They engage your child's imagination and can nurture both listening and language skills. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. That's audible.com slash unruffled or text unruffled to 500-500 today. You can count on T-Mobile to help keep you connected. After investing billions to light up their network from big cities to small towns, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, when you switch to T-Mobile, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus Verizon and AT&T. Visit your neighborhood store or tmobile.com to switch. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third line free on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury and welcome to Unruffled. Today, I'm responding to an email from the dad of an almost three-year-old. He's become confused lately about how to handle his son's emotions when he gets hurt. He says that he's always tried to support his boy and he's tried to encourage him to express himself. But lately, his son has been rejecting this support and he's wondering if there's a different way he might handle things. Here's the email I received. Hi, Janet. I know that you probably get a million questions sent to you, but I am perplexed about how to handle my almost three-year-old son's emotions when he gets hurt. I've always tried to give him the space and the freedom to express his emotions. For example, if he falls and scrapes his knee, instead of saying, you're okay, I would try something like, I can see you scraped your knee. That looks like it hurt. Would you like me to hold you? That has seemed to work well, but lately he will start saying no, 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 no as he cries, and when I try to support him like previously, he starts crying more and says, no, daddy, I didn't fall and scrape my knee. It seems like he's ashamed, like he thinks he's failed, or like his emotions aren't valid. I'm just not sure how to handle it. Should I just observe more? Maybe I need to take more cues from him before I start talking? I want him to know he can express his emotions in a safe way. Thanks for any insight, and I really enjoy your writings. Okay, so this parent is on a wonderful track here, doing something important, and that is shifting something that's instinctive for most of us. Just wanting our child to feel better and telling them they're okay, and please stop expressing that emotion. So most of the parents I've met, and I can say this about myself for sure, have that natural reflex. I don't know if it's natural or if it's taught to us by our parents. All very well-intentioned, but we have the reflex to not accept our child's sad feelings about things or, you know, angry feelings or uncomfortable feelings. So one of the main things that I try to help parents do, the work that I've done and I'm still doing actually, is shifting our perception around emotions so that we see them as positive and really healthy for our child to share. 
and that these aren't failure moments as parents. These are actually heroic moments as parents if we can be patient and trust the feelings and want them to be expressed rather than wanting them to end. So this parent's definitely on that track. It's hard to tell from what he shares exactly how he's coming across to his child. But it sounds like his child is saying, no, 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 as he cries as part of a child with more expressive language now. He's getting older and he's, you know, has more words. And he is saying them as part of his expressing of his feelings. So I wouldn't take this so literally. I would start out by just trusting that whatever he says in that moment is part of the feelings that he's expressing, the uh, reaction to being hurt or whatever it is. Now, this dad is concerned that his child is ashamed or thinks he's failed or feels like his emotions aren't valid. I wouldn't go there. I don't believe any of that is where this is coming from. It really couldn't be because the dad has obviously made a concerted effort to show him that his feelings are welcome and that he wants to hear them. One of the reasons it's important for us to see our child's behavior accurately is that our concern can actually kind of add more discomfort to the situation, making it harder for our child to express the feelings because our child feels the discomfort coming from us. So for that reason, I would dial back those concerns that this parent has. I would really see this as all part of expressing his pain there. And the only thing I would say in terms of what this dad is saying is that it might be coming off a little too pat. It might be coming off a little bit like trying to say the right words rather than really honestly, genuinely trusting and wanting to encourage his child to share the emotions. This can't be about, you know, replacing other words with you're okay, although the words he's replacing them with are definitely a lot better than that for his child, a lot healthier than telling him he's okay and he should stop feeling what he's feeling. So these are good words, but they could be coming off a little bit as just words to his son. I love what this dad says about Maybe I need to take more cues from him before I start talking. Maybe I should just observe more. So this dad knows what to do. That's exactly what I would say. Don't be in a rush to say words. Don't be in a rush to acknowledge your child's feelings. Stop, wait, see what's going on, and then respond out of that moment. Respond out of what you're seeing there from a place of trust, from a place of all the things that this dad already has, which is, I want you to feel okay sharing this. I mean, we can want that. And we can objectively and intellectually know that this is what's healthy and what's right and what will foster resiliency and all the things we want our child to have. We can know that and still get a little triggered ourselves into, ah, you know, this is not safe. This is not okay because that's what most of us know. So it makes sense that he may still be saying words that are a little bit more impatient, wanting, you know, to get to the end of this. <laughs> like, let me hold you so we can be done with this. Totally understandable, but children perceive this stuff. They're so, so tuned in to us. 
And it sounds like this is a sensitive guy. And that will all work to his favor, of course. But what it means is if there's any hesitancy on this dad's part, or if there's any little bit of impatience about him wanting his son to get better, that can actually make the boy less comfortable and want to say, no, no, stop, don't say those words, don't tell me that I fell and scraped my knee. Just let me, let me feel bad. Just let me feel bad and really trust it. So this is kind of subtle, you know, advanced work, but it is something that I find an interesting challenge that I'm constantly striving for. Still, you know, with two of my children, adults, uh, my son, a teenager, it's still hard. We don't want our children to be in pain. We don't want them to be disappointed. We don't want them to be sad. We don't want them to be hurt. We all have to remind ourselves that expressing the pain, expressing the hurt is what helps them to feel better. And that will help them feel better than anything that we could possibly say or do. And holding that space for them is heroic because it means rising above our own fear and discomfort. And then he will know even more that he can express his emotions in a safe way, which is what this dad says at the end. That's what he wants. And that's, that's how he'll know. He'll know if we believe it. He'll know if that's how we perceive it as safe and almost wanting it to go on longer <laughs> rather than cutting it shorter, making it better. I mean, that's what allows things to get really expressed in a way that is very healing and satisfying for children. And then we've all seen this. They turn on a dime and they move on and they're fine and it's like it never happened. So trusting this process is one of our biggest challenges as parents. Please check out some of my other podcasts at JanetLansbury.com. And remember, both of my books are available on audio at audible.com. No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting. You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at apple.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Also, my exclusive audio series, Sessions, these are individual recordings of private consultations with parents discussing their urgent issues, is available at sessionsaudio.com. That's sessions, plural, audio.com. You can order individual episodes or get all six in the series for about $20. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.